Welcome to episode 176 of the Truth Quest podcast, the truth about Australia, the COVID nightmare. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media on topics such as Australia and COVID, stagflation, let's go Brandon, the January 6th incident at the Capitol, or the supremacy of federal law comes up, please share the topic-specific TruthQuest episode with your debate partner. Episodes are available on a host of platforms including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, BitChute, Amazon Music, Brighteon, Rumble, and Instagram where I post a short highlight of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating, hit the like button, or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. The country of Australia, established as a penal colony in the 18th century, has returned to its roots. Well, at least parts of it have. All in the name of COVID. As I walk through what is going on down under, I want you to ask yourself why you haven't heard any of this on the outlets where you get your news. Over the course of the last 18 months or so, Australia's state and federal government have banned citizens from leaving the country without permission, banned citizens from entering the country with threat of five years in prison, banned citizens and residents from crossing state borders, and banned citizens and residents from traveling further than five kilometers from home without permission. They have been provided with five reasons to avoid lockdowns. These five reasons include, you can go buy food and supplies. Oh, and you can exercise for up to two hours a day. Or when it comes to care or caregiving. Or you can go to work or do some type of education. Or the fifth reason, to get vaccinated. In the name of COVID, Australian police and government officials have also tracked a large fast food order to a party where they fined guests $26,000 for an unauthorized gathering. They've deployed the military to enforce lockdowns, deployed helicopters to threaten young healthy men playing soccer. They've told people not to talk to their neighbors. A pregnant woman was arrested in front of her kids for posting about an anti-lockdown rally on social media. They failed to refuse a, and grant a travel exception to a three-year-old boy visiting his grandparents. And they caused the death of a newborn infant because the mother was denied permission to travel across state borders to get medical care. The craziest thing I ever saw was Australian police checking residents' coffee cups to make sure they had liquid in them in order to confirm that the mask that the people took down was compliant with the law. See, you're allowed to take your mask down in Australia in order to eat or drink. I've seen police handcuff residents for not wearing a mask. One caught on video, the dude was smoking a cigarette, and the police cuffed him. And as Tucker Carlson pointed out when he covered this story, the police never asked the dude if he was vaccinated. They just cuffed him. Then there's this incredible manhunt over the entire country of a man, a dude, a COVID-positive man, who left his apartment. You can see this video of the guy in the elevator sneezing. It was all over, even international news. Oh, and of course, can't go to church, can't play soccer, or you'll be fined. 
Citizens would even receive random calls from the government and were given five minutes to respond with a selfie that was uploaded to an app that geolocates them, making sure they had not left their five-kilometer radius of their residence and to confirm their identity. Australia's parliament passed a new bill eradicating Australia's right to digital privacy. It was called the Surveillance Legislation Amendment. It gives the Australian Federal Police and the Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission sweeping new powers to not just surveil Australian citizens online, but also to take over and run their online accounts, lock the actual user out of the account, and add or delete data. The police never have to notify the person that their account has been hacked into by the government. That all sounds lovely, doesn't it? Oh, and if you're a doctor who opposes the government's tyrannical stance on the vaccine, like granting mask and vaccine exemptions to your patients or giving your patients instructions on how to obtain the use of ivermectin, they are routinely harassed and often see their offices raided with private records confiscated. Now, keep in mind, most of this shit is going on in the eastern part of the country, so it's not the entire country of Australia. The most populated part is the eastern part, and that's where the federal government has the most control. You'll hear Melbourne and New South Wales often in these stories. The contrast is stark with the western part of the country, as you can regularly see tens of thousands of people attending rugby matches. Oh, there's more. Not only are Australian travelers forced into mandatory quarantine centers for two weeks upon arrival, but they are also sent a bill for their stay, totaling a few thousand dollars. Then there are what can only be described as modern-day concentration camps. The Australian government just recently moved to relocate people in the Northern Territory with COVID-19 and their close contacts to quarantine camps, or what most people are calling concentration camps. Clearly, the authoritarians down under are running amok. At one point in the last few months, there were two new COVID cases, which the totalitarians in Australia used as a reason to extend lockdowns and mask mandates. In case you're wondering, I did say two. Two new cases, not 2,000, not 20,000. Two. How many deaths have there been in Australia to prompt such draconian measures in a country that calls itself a democracy? Well, 1,300. Now, keep in mind, Australia has a population of 25 million. Dr. Kerry Chant, the health czar of the Australian state of New South Wales, warned constituents in a recent press conference to expect to be masked up indoors through 2024. In the state of Victoria, the government mandated that everyone get vaccinated or risk losing their job. Mass protests ensued, as did beatings by police with nightsticks and rubber bullets. Daniel Andrews, premier of Victoria, dismissed suggestions that the mandate infringes on people's freedoms, declaring, quote, I'm not taking lectures from, on freedom from people who will hold us back. There's too much at stake, he said. We're not making this decision for fun. We're not making it lightly or flippantly. This is what has to be done to get us open. Interesting. What is at stake exactly is my question. They are fighting a virus with a vaccine mandate of a vaccine that doesn't work, or at the very least works temporarily and wanes over time, resulting in a never-ending list of booster shots, not to mention the fact that the vaccine is not effective against all the variants that are floating around out there. There is no provision in the Australian's law for natural immunity, nor is there any effort to mass-distribute cheap therapeutics like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and or monoclonal antibodies. 
Another report from Australia that I read, the military has been force vaccinating Aborigines in the Northern Territory. If true, that is the very definition of a human rights violation, and it violates the Nuremberg Codes. The Queensland president of the Australian Medical Association, a guy named Dr. Chris Perry, said that those who don't get double jabbed will have, quote, a very, very lonely life and won't be able to maintain a job. His quote continues, Oh, they're crazy not to get vaccinated. Life will be miserable without getting vaccinated. You won't be able to hide. You won't be able to get a doctor to sign off that you got an exclusion because there's quite a set of rules on that and doctors will be audited. Every one of their exclusions will be looked at very carefully. He added that before threatening doctors with fines and termination. This Perry dude, this, ty this tyrant, also threaten people who falsely obtain a vaccine exemption that they will be hit with fraud charges if they, quote, try to get around the system. It's going to be very hard to maintain your employment if you're not vaccinated and you won't be able to go anywhere for any entertainment, he said. Northern Territory Chief Minister Michael Gunner recently said residents of Benjara and Rockhole no longer have the five reasons to leave their home. They can only leave home for medical treatment, in an emergency, or as required by law. This same authoritarian asshole also announced that it was mandatory for all frontline workers to be vaccinated in the Northern Territory. Workers had until November 13th to get vaccinated, or they would not be able to continue working. They will also risk being fined. Speaking of fines, get caught too far from home, outside your permitted bubble, you get a ticket. Get caught spending more than your permitted exercise time outside, you get a ticket. Get caught without a mask, even by yourself, and yep, ticket. Enter a closed quarantine zone, a park or a venue, and you get a ticket. Tickets are handed out by police on the street as well as during random checkpoints on the roadways. Citizens were required to have their physical location scanned via a QR code on their phone. These checkpoints were to assist in checking the COVID spread and were used for contact tracing throughout the past two years. Thousands of Australians with unpaid fines for breaking COVID rules have had their bank accounts raided and property seized by the tyrannical government as they chase the millions in fines. As you can imagine, there's been massive protests throughout the region with the police beating the shit out of them. These people just want their freedom back. They want their lives back. What the hell is going on? It's creepy. The Australian government better not ever complain about human rights abuses in any other country. And you wouldn't be surprised to know that they've outlawed the planning, publicizing, or participation in protests. It's hard not to tie this entire authoritarian episode to Australia's position on guns. In recent years, the country has employed massive gun buyback programs and passed restrictive gun ownership laws. It demonstrates a level of submission to the government on the part of the population that leads to shit like this. What's the point? Well, the point is authoritarians are authoritarians. Kind of like the expression, a predator is a predator. They kill. That's what they do. One commentator put it this way, quote, The sociopaths and their stormtroopers who are currently running Australia would make Hitler and Stalin envious. You mean you can exercise iron control over a whole nation based on a story about a virus? End quote? If the citizens are going to sit back apathetically or tend to trust government, 
the authoritarians will take advantage, just like we see here in America. States and cities run by Democrats tend to be more restrictive than red states because left-leaning people tend to trust government. They think experts are smarter than the dumb population and therefore should dictate terms to society as a whole. Leftists do not value freedom for the masses. Maybe for them, but not for all the rubes. You know, those who cling to their guns and their religion. You know, those Nazi Trump supporters, white supremacists, racists, and every other ist they can come up with. The country of Australia should serve as a reminder of what can happen when the normals, the righteous, the liberty lovers become complacent and remain silent. They will take away your right to travel, your right to protest, your right to privacy, your right to due process, your right to leave your home, and your right to work because authoritarians are authoritarians, and if left unchecked, they will do what authoritarians do. And that is the truth about Australia, the COVID nightmare. Please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Podcast.